There's nothing more terrifying than when someone asks you for a discount on your photography. Do you agree? You do. Do you freeze? Do you stumble over your words? Unsure of what to say? Maybe you cave in and give them a huge discount. Here, have it all. Photographers, we don't have to do this. Hang with me for a story that may get you pumped up to actually be asked for a discount. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I get it. It's scary to be asked about your prices or challenged on them or be asked for a discount or a special. The panic sets in and I, I know that feeling where you just want to throw in something or maybe everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up if you've done this, but now you're going to know what to do when it happens next time. Here's the thing. I think the biggest key is to know that eventually someone is going to ask you for a discount on your photography. So being prepared will solve everything for you. If you're prepared and you know what to say and how to say it, you don't ever have to worry about that happening and it can change everything. Several years ago, when I was early in my business, I had something happen that led me to what just happened this summer. Years ago, I was at an art fair and I remember pushing my stroller with my twins. So it would have been in the early 2020, maybe like 2023, 2024. And I was pushing them around and shopping for this art. And I found an artist who had this most gorgeous artwork and I loved everything. His work was gorgeous and everything was framed. And I love big artwork. I think that's what transformed my photography business because I quit talking about eight by tens and five by sevens. Really, I call that knickknack paddywhack because what has impact is fewer, bigger things. And I didn't have a lot of stuff in my house. We were, you know, hadn't been married that many years and, and I loved big things, but it was really expensive for me back then. And I had a photography business and I was doing framing and I'd actually already made the decision that everything would leave my photography business framed because there were no prints from me as a child and any that I did have were ruined by acid from being either not framed or inappropriately framed. So I made that decision really early on in my business, but I still was having people ask about having things unframed. And so I thought, well, hey, I'm going to ask this guy that, right? Because the prices include the frame, but I do my own framing and I'm just going to see if he'll sell it to me way less if it's unframed. And so I asked him, hey, you know, can I buy this unframed? Because I, I'm a photographer and I do framing and I can do it myself. And his answer really shocked me. He said, listen, he said, I, I can, but I, I typically don't. And here's why. I buy the frames wholesale 
And so if I sold it to you unframed, it would barely save you anything. And truly, I doubt you could even frame it for that amount, which was a good answer, right? Because he bought such a volume of frames, he was able to get the price down so low that no one could even frame for that. So I think what I was expecting that he would take the retail value of the frame off. So maybe it would be half price or less, but no, he only took off the wholesale cost of the frame. So he was keeping the profit part of the whole transaction if he were to sell it unframed, which doesn't even make sense for the, for the buyer. And what that did was it increased the perceived value of his art. His art is what's worth 95% of that price. It wasn't the framing. And I think it, it's easy to get into that trap of, oh, it's more expensive because look at this very expensive frame. He wasn't doing that. He wasn't throwing the value on the frame. He was keeping the value on his art. And so that soaked into my core. And I took that with me as far as, hey, it was pastel on paper. That piece of paper probably cost him $10 <laughs> and the chalk, maybe 10 more dollars. And it was a, a several thousand dollar piece of artwork. And so it was fantastic for me to hear that being early in my career. Cause I was like, Hey, this artist values his work. That was a great answer. So recently I was at the local art fair with my daughters and we, we started shopping and I am a big believer in art. I, I love photography, but I think a home that has only photography in it can be kind of boring. I think you need colorful art. You need neutral art. You need art that is your style and makes you happy. You need photography. You need black and white photography and gold frames and silver frames and, and all the different things, right? That's what makes a house a home, in my opinion, right? This is just my opinion. And so I talked to my girls about this and I know that when they're building their lives and their homes, it's going to be hard to, to get a house or an apartment even, and then feel like, oh, I need art. Where do you go buy art? You go to TJ Maxx. <laughs> you just can't go buy art. Art has to speak to you. Art has to be something that you're passionate about. And I talked to my girls about this and I told them when we were going to the art fair, if you see something that really you love, let's find a way for you to get it, right? You can invest in it. Maybe it's a Christmas present or birthday present, or we'll split it or, or we'll find a way for you to get it. But um, only if it speaks to you, like don't just buy it to buy it. And I also encourage them to buy fewer, bigger. Because wow, if you have your first apartment, you have one really big, awesome piece of art, that's amazing. And then when they have kids, one big, awesome piece of art of your child will be amazing. Uh, versus buying a bunch of little things for $30, it just is gonna be knickknack paddywhack. So that's a cool apartment for me. One big piece of art, you can even eat on paper plates and, and be just fine. And so we're, we get to the art fair and in my town, it's around the old state capitol. So it's one city block and it's all four sides. So it doesn't take long to walk it. And usually there are vendors on both sides and you might find a couple that you like. There was one pottery artist that I would buy from every year and I loved and I would buy, <laughs> here's a little bonus tip for you guys. I told my daughters like buy artwork because there's no value put on it, right? You don't have to go to someone's registry and buy a $150 dish. If you buy a beautiful piece of art, they don't know if it costs you $5 or $500 and you put it in a pretty box. And so I told my, my girls as they're getting into the age where all of their friends will be married, look for this great pottery artist because her stuff is so fantastic. 
and it makes the best gifts. <laughs> Unfortunately, she wasn't there, but we were looking for art as they're both going to be getting apartments and homes in the next few years. My youngest is in college. It's her last year. So she'll be a year out. And my other one is, is starting her career, living at home, chomping at the bit to leave, but she's stashing good money. So when she's ready to go and she finds an opportunity, she will have the money to maybe buy directly, right? Which is so cool. And and I'm thinking, hey, a cool piece of art is is one of the coolest things. But, you know, we're in a small city in central Illinois and, and all of the artists aren't always amazing or, you know, there might not be something that speaks to them. But lo and behold, <laughs> the very first booth we walk to is this really cool art. Seriously, huge art. And it was, they were kind of abstract paintings and they had some words in them and they were great colors and it was really, really fun. And both of my girls and I, all three went, oh, this is so cool. And I'm seeing some gifts to buy. And one is seeing a huge one she likes, one seeing a middle-sized one she likes. And, and we're all grabbing things. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like, we're going to buy a lot of things. So I, I, I recommended to the girls, we go walk around the whole art fair, make sure there isn't something we like better, which there wasn't. And I knew there wouldn't be, but sometimes you need a minute, right? To, to, to breathe because I knew we were going to buy a lot of things. But I thought, you know what? My girls are around the back of the booth and I'm going to do what all photographers fear. <laughs> and I'm going to see if, hey, we're buying a bunch of stuff. Maybe they'll do something special, give us special pricing, something like that. And, and truly, after I learned that really awesome tip from the artist at the art fair years earlier, I thought, hey, I'm going to see what they can teach me. Truly, I'm always a student and I'm always looking for the right language patterns to use. Because if we know what to say and we have that in our pocket, we should never be afraid of someone trying to get a better price or, or you know, making us feel bad about our prices. So I walked over to the artist. It was a husband-wife team, but I didn't know who the artist was, but he was the one taking the money. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll talk to him. And I walked over and I said, oh my gosh, we love your work. This is amazing. And we're going to probably buy a couple big pieces and a bunch of gifts. Could you do something special for us? And he didn't miss a beat. He looked at me and he said, oh my gosh, yes. We give all of our customers the best hugs. And then he kept packaging up what he was doing. He gave me the biggest smile and oh my gosh, it was perfect. I smiled at him. And I made that contact like, you're right, buddy. <laughs> you're awesome. And I loved the answer. And so I just left feeling like, all right, we know what we're paying. We're paying full price. He values it. So what I talked about earlier with the first artist and this artist, both of these artists answered the questions that made me feel better about my investment. I want you to think about that. They made me feel better about paying a lot of money. Had they been wishy-washy or heck, even offered a discount, I would have devalued their art in my mind. I might've even second-guessed my purchase and how much I was gonna be spending. The other thing I want you to notice is they didn't tell me how they used quality canvases or gosh, it took so much time to create them. They didn't feel like they had to justify what they were doing and they definitely didn't get defensive. They literally held the value of what they were offering and you can do that too in your photography business, especially if you're prepared for that question. 
Okay, so I want you right now to just make the decision that no matter what people ask for, a special price, you to throw something in, a discount, whatever, you know that you are worth what it's worth. And I want you to think about this. What is anything worth? Seriously, who decided a diamond is worth tons of money? $700 for a pair of Gucci sneakers or Picasso? It's just interesting. People just decided what it's worth and other people pay that. Where, look, you might be just as happy with the painting that your grandpa made. Maybe that's the grandpa who raised you and there's only one in the family and you got it and it means everything to you. Money couldn't pay you enough to have that. And someone could offer to trade you for a Picasso and you would say, no way. So remember this. So much of what things are worth is based on the belief of the person offering it. And you might want to grab a pen and paper and write that down. So much of what things are worth is based off the belief of what the person who's offering it believes. You get to decide. And you know the biggest secret? The best thing you can do for your clients is to believe more than anything that your art is worth more because they will value it more. Truly, don't you seriously think that a gorgeous image of your child giggling and snuggling with his sibling is such a better investment to hang on your wall than buying a Louis Vuitton purse for $2,000, I don't think there's any comparison and people are doing that all day long. Person at the Louis Vuitton store doesn't get wishy-washy when people ask the price because they know what it's worth and they know what it sells for every single day. So I want to share a few lessons that I've learned over my years in business about things I know to be true. First, the more confident you are when you present prices in the first place, will discourage people from even asking, right? I say it right up front because I believe to my core that there's no place people should or could or might be putting their money that could be better than investing in beautiful portraits of their family, of the people they love, of their kids, of their pets, right? Because time is fleeting and we change I don't think a new car or a sofa or diamonds or anything will give you the feeling that your artwork will give you when you walk into your home and you see it and it gives you goosebumps. I just believe that to my core. So I am very confident when people talk to me about prices. Number second, when they ask, you can be prepared and immediately without hesitation have the confident answer that they need. Even if you're joking, right? Even if you're like, hey, I'll give you a hug. No extra charge for hugs and a smile and the beautiful package we put it in, you might even want to save and then move on, right? Don't take it personally. Don't second guess yourself or doubt what you're doing. No, be prepared and you'll be fine. And then third, When people have ever been persistent asking for a discount, and that hasn't happened to me very often, they don't take my first answer. I look at them and I say, hey, here's the good news. These prices are going up soon. And you know what? You've locked in at the current pricing. So yay you. 
and then I move on. Like literally I'm not open to negotiation. So it's going up. It's always going up though. Everything in the world prices are going up on. So just be prepared for it. The car you buy today is going to sell for more tomorrow. The clothes at any retailer, they're going up next season and next season and next season. So I'm not lying there. It's true. Things are going up and I'm not negotiating on this. It's all about belief. Everything is about belief. So make the choice right now that you are worth what you're charging. And listen, I'm so glad you're here and I want you to stick around here every Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday and it's worth every penny Joycast Tuesday. (laughs) Too bad it didn't start with T. Why didn't I think of that? It doesn't matter because you know what? As you listen to each one of these podcasts, you're going to make the conscious decision that you are worth more, right? It's a choice and you can make it. I want you to see that you can create an amazing experience and you can attract clients that love you and want to pay what you're charging. You can be so confident in your prices because no matter where you are, there's someone who will see that value and who will be excited and who will thank you for being confident because the more confident you are, the more you're serving your client. They will see the value in it and they will know it's the best thing they could have ever purchased. What we do with our artwork and how we charge is the biggest gift we can give to our clients. Think about that, my friend. And I want you to know that you are amazing. I believe in you and you just have to decide that you're worth every penny because it's a choice. Hey photographer, it's Sarah again with a quick question for you. Do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make $3,000? I know I did. So I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called Worth Every Penny. You can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book. Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients what to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper. The do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already. So I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.